Hey ladies, how are you? What's going on? Uh, happy Tuesday to you, my beautiful sisters. Y'all come on in. Come on in now. Come on in. Take off those shoes. Take off those boots, the, the, the stilettos, your sneakers. Go ahead and grab your drinks, grab your coffee, your tea, your wine, your soda pop, <laughs> your water with lemon. <laughs> Right? And just come on in, ladies, and sit down and just say, it's so good to be home, right? <laughs> it's so good to be home and chillaxing. Yeah, I said it, chillaxing, you know, with your sisters. It's so good to be here one more time, guys. How are you? Oh, I missed you, my sisters. I missed y'all. How was your weekend? How was your weekend, ladies, and how was your week? I hope everyone had a prosperous weekend, a prosperous week. I hope things went well for you, whatever you pray to God about, whether it was from last week or months ago, that it finally came to pass, right? And even if it didn't happen yet, I hope you still gave God praise anyhow, right? Because he has been mighty, mighty good. Yes, he has. Listen, y'all, let me tell you, my weekend and my week this past week, well, let me tell you. It was one of those moments where you just did not expect it or you didn't see it coming. And it started out with my oldest daughter, y'all. Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. Everything was going fine, you know, up until Wednesday or early Wednesday morning, you know, prior to taking her to school. You know, she had a sore throat. You know how that goes, right? You know, the night before, everything is good. You're feeling good, right? Everything's going great. And then, you know, when you wake up in the morning to get up, to go to work, to school or whatever, you know, you just feel some kind of way or your throat gets scratchy or something like that. And you didn't feel, you didn't feel that before, right? The night before, but it happened to her and, you know, anything, anything of it or anything like that, right? So she went to school that day. And as a matter of fact, that that was the day that, uh, you know, um, she and her um, choir members, you know, had to perform, you know, at the uh at the middle school and the elementary school um that she and um her sister had attended um you know and um and she performed you know at the middle school where my youngest daughter is attending right now she's finishing up her 8th grade year there and you know as they were leaving that leaving the middle school they were walking over to um to the elementary school that both of them had attended at the time, uh, she texted me and she told me that she was just not feeling good at all. And it was really, really scaring her because, you know, she went on to say that she went to talk to her music director to let, to let him know that she wasn't feeling good. And as she was getting up, she got really, really dizzy. You know, she was just, you know, it was just like hard for her to talk like, you know, it was like, in her mind, she was talking, but it was like a slow kind of conversation. It, it, it was just hitting her really, really hard. And <clears throat> to the point that she couldn't even really stand on her own. That's how bad it really was. And I was like, wait, what is going on? And of course, on my end, I just started praying to myself, you know, and I was like, Lord, you got her. You got her. You got her covered right now. Because I was just, you know, of course, trying not to get frantic or getting scared, you know, because... You know, it's your baby, it's your child. And any mom, of course, you know, will feel a little bit uncomfortable when you get a text like that from your own baby, you know. 
And knowing that, you know, prior to leave, you know, prior to that, they were fine. You know, they, they were doing good, even though they had a little scratchiness going on. You didn't think anything of it, you know, but, um, of course, you know, um, she didn't sing, you know, um, he had her to sit it out and everything. So, you know, she connected with me back and forth through text and everything like that. And so, um, bottom line, I had to go pick her up from the school because, you know, they had a couple of performances to do and, um, and she is in, and in, in both ensembles. So there were, um, you know, a couple ensembles that had to do two numbers or what have you. And she participates in both of those ensembles. And so of course they were going to be there just a little bit longer. And it was cold that day too, by the way, you know, so she was already feeling chills and everything, but yet she didn't have a fever yet and all of that. So of course I was just getting very, very concerned. I said, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and pick you up. And, um, and she's like, well, I have to, you got to check me out of school. And I was like, well, that's fine. And all of those things. And so of course I, you know, drove and thank God, thank God that, you know, the schools are right around the corner from where I live. You know, not too many parents are fortunate to actually, you know, just literally drive no more than maybe five minutes tops, if not eight minutes to get to, you know, to the school. Right. Some have to actually drive a good 15 minutes or so, depending on traffic, too, especially it's in the early morning, you know, rush hour and all of that stuff. So thankfully, I'm like literally around the corner. And uh, of course, I picked her up and then we went to the school and the schools are right there. It's a huge, big campus, if you will. But yet it's just still separated, of course. And um you know, got to her high school and uh, went to the um, to the attendance office, you know, to let them know that I was just going to pull her out today because she just wasn't feeling her greatest. And, you know, we got home and all of that and she was still shivering and all of those things. And, um, you know, the next thing I know, you know, her fever started coming out, coming up and her fever got as high to 102 you know, and, um, she was hot. She was literally hot, man. And of course, you know, um, she can't go to school the next day because, you know, um, the schools don't allow students into the, into the classroom if they have a fever, you know, past a hundred. So, you know, we knew right then and there that there was no way she was going to go to school the next day. And, um, of course, you know, um, and I gave her, you know, um, um, some at leave, a leave to, um, help with the fever. And, you know, eventually I gave her some Theraflu, you know, that kind of helped a lot too as well. So of course, you know, uh, each day passes by and thank God, like maybe the third day. Yeah. The third day. Cause she didn't go to school Thursday, nor did she go to school Friday, even though she wanted to go to school Friday, but her fever was still, you know, sporadic and she just wasn't really feeling her best. And eventually her throat was just starting to hurt even worse and all of those things. So of course, you know, that, that the symptoms eventually started to get worse, you know, it was becoming from a cold to like almost like a flu like symptoms and all of those things. So this whole weekend was pretty much, you know, caring for her, 
you know, because of course, you know, um, the, you know, she's in the choir and they have their concert, their annual Christmas concert, which by the way is tonight. Yeah, it is tonight. And so, um, you know, she pretty much had to preserve her voice and not sing at all. Saturday, of course, um, they have their annual Christmas carol um, at the uh, at the zoo every year, and um, and they have to sing outdoors, you know. And it's cold; it's cold here in Michigan, <laughs> you know. Thankfully, no snow or anything like that. But you know, the temperature, especially at night, you know, it, it drops, you know. And I told her there was no way you are going to be out there tonight singing for no six hours. Hello. That's just not happening. And thank God for, you know, her um, music teacher. He's really a wonderful, wonderful person. And he truly, truly um, admires Stephanie, my oldest daughter, uh, admires her so very well. And um, yeah, he wanted her to stay in um, so she can be in the best condition voice wise, um, you know, for the concert tonight. And so she did go to rehearsal. Um I think it was, was it Saturday morning? Yeah, it was that Saturday. No, no, no. I don't know. I take that back. It was Friday. It was Friday after school. So she didn't go to school Friday, but she did want to go to uh, rehearsal so she can at least, you know, you know, catch up on uh, the choreography and, you know, see if he made any changes and all of that. And um, so, you know, she didn't participate as far as dancing and all that stuff, because she really wasn't 100% her best and all of that. So she, you know, she's very happy that she did go and all of those things. But thankfully, thankfully, uh, she is doing well, much better than she, than she was last week. The, um, the only thing that she's dealing with is the coughing. And I think all of us has been there, done that before, right? It starts off with the scratchy throat. Then eventually it starts to build and you get the fever, you get the dizziness, you get the, everybody experienced, you know, colds differently. Everybody experienced it. That is so, so weird to me. I don't understand that sometimes, you know, um, it's, it's just amazing. And it's a viral type of situation. You know, I mean, there was no one around her that was sick and my youngest daughter, well, she had the cough, but she didn't have any other symptoms beyond that. She didn't have any fever. She didn't feel sick. She didn't feel queasy or anything like that. She just basically had the scratchy throat kind of vibe, that kind of thing. And, you know, the coughing and a little bit of drainage, that kind of thing. And that's pretty much it. You know, my youngest one, she's a happy-go-lucky type of girl anyway, you know, because, uh, you know, it, with anything that bothers her, it doesn't really phase her too much. But when she does get sick, oh, man, <laughs> you you know when my baby's not her best, right? And because um, she's not moving around, she's not dancing, she's not, you know, just living her life. You know what I'm saying? Um, but thankfully, thank God, you know, she, Stephanie is doing better. She's getting better, right? Even though she's dealing with the coughing and that's a, that's a nuisance all by itself, (laughs) but I'm grateful and she's grateful, you know, that she's able to go back to school and all of those things. And she's a type of person, she's very studious guys. She doesn't like to miss classes, 
She doesn't like to miss it at all. And she can't afford to miss classes in general, you know, because, you know, some of these teachers, they hit, you know, hit you with homework almost every day. And this is her last year as well. And, you know, she is very, very sensitive about, you know, um, not missing, you know, missing anything and, and all of that. You know, she's very laser focused, you know, not saying that she has not been for the past four years of being at high school, but, you know, being as though this is the last year, you know, uh, she wants to definitely, you know, um, you know, take care of her business for sure prior to going to college. And as a matter of fact, speaking of college, uh, she uh, just got accepted to my alma mater, which is Bethune-Cookman University, and that is a historically black college uh, university. And, um, you know, she was, uh, she applied for um, BCU a couple of months ago, and along with some other HBCUs um, as well. And, um, you know, she did everything pretty much online. You know, nowadays everything is done online. Back in the day when I applied for college, I had to do everything through the paper trail. <laughs> you know, I had to fill it out and then I had to mail it out and all those things. And I'm not saying that's not all the schools nowadays. You know, everything is going, everything is being done, um, you know, online because there are some colleges and universities where they are sending things through the mail still, of course, but, you know, it's convenient now, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, she fill out um, her applications and everything uh, to uh, several other uh, colleges, universities, um, and she has yet to hear from them. I mean, she did get a feedback. She did get a feedback from a couple of them. And of course, they are saying that they don't have this or that she didn't complete that, this, that, or whatever. And my sister, my, my sister, Jesus, my daughter is very, very, you know, um, you know, she's on, she's on top of her game. You know, she don't play around with that kind of stuff. And I'm a hard educator by nature. You know, I take education very, very seriously. And being as though, you know, I worked as administrator in a college university setting, you know, I've pretty much, you know, I'm always on my daughters, hands down, you know, and it's this, this the number one rule for them when they come home. And that is if you have homework, take care of your business, take care of your homework. You don't have time to lollygag. You ain't got time to hang out with your friends or nothing like that. Take care of your homework, period. And they know how I am with that. <laughs> I am, I am a sergeant when it comes to that. Okay. Um, and all of that, you know, has, uh, has been applied to their lives where, you know, they do it, you know, it's, it's like second nature to them. They don't waste any time. They come home, get their little snack on and they take care of their business. And as a result of that consistency, you know, both of my girls are, thank God, you know, they are, you know, honor students, you know, they've been on the Dean's list, all of those things. And, you know, their demeanor, their character, you know, is on point, you know, the teachers, you know, they, they love them. And I'm not saying that to be bragging because they're my babies. I'm just blessed, man. I am so, so blessed, you know, and I thank God for blessing me with these beautiful young ladies, um, you know, and training them according to his way and his will, you know, um, you know, and to, um, help them to be the best that they can be, you know, um, but I'm very grateful for them, you know, because they 
truly, you know, as they're getting older now, especially my oldest daughter, she's, you know, starting to see the things that I have been, you know, uh, preaching, I guess, <laughs> to her as well as to her younger sister for the past, you know, eight plus years of her life, <laughs> you know, um, and, um, you know, she's noticing certain things and all of that. And, you know, especially, you know, preparation for college and all of those things, you know, like I told her that like, college is nowhere near like high school, you know, um, and you really got to have a whole different mindset as you entering into this season of college life. You know, you're going to see that the you know, these professors, they are not going to baby you. They're not going to hold your hand. They expect you to be prepared and to be responsible and to be ready to do the assignment that they give to you. Right. And that, uh, you know, um, you're going to really start learning how to be independent, you know, and especially for these kids nowadays that always, you know, spewing the words, well, I'm grown. I could do whatever I want, blah, blah, blah. And thank God I never had that kind of conversation with my daughters. Whoo child. Cause they really would have got their feeling hurt. I'm just being honest. <laughs> okay. Cause I'm old school. I don't, I don't vibe like that, but you know, you have kids these days that are saying that kind of stuff. Well, okay. Well now, now that they are entering to college life, they are really going to start, you know, um, you know, learning how to be independent and all those things. And I tell you the truth, you know, a lot of these kids, when they start out their freshman year, man, oh man, the first person they call to call when they are feeling overwhelmed and they're not happy and they crying is their mama. Okay. And I know what I'm speaking is true. Like I said, I was an administrator, you know, when I was at Morgan State University, you know, I was also uh, working on my master's degree at that time. And uh, so I know what I'm talking about, you know, <laughs> um, and even though that was over 20 some years ago, it's still the same today. You know, even now, since, you know, my daughter had applied for, you know, these uh, applications at these colleges and universities, you know, the things, the response that she's been receiving from them talking about that they don't have this, they don't have that, blah, blah, blah. You know, especially when it comes to that financial aid, you would think with technology being the way it is now, you would think that things would be so much easier, you know, less stressful and all of that. Oh my gosh. No, it's still the same drama. You know, it's still the same problems. No, we don't have your paperwork. No, we don't have the money. No, we don't know, you know. And you send it all out all at, at the same time. You you have confirmation that you guys received it, all of those things, and yet they say we don't have it. But truthfully, at the end of the day, you know, once, you know, you do connect with them, they let you know, well, we probably have it or we do have it. We just didn't get a chance to, you know, personally, you know, look through it and all of that, blah, 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 you know, kind of thing. Been there, done that too. But overall, you know, I'm just very grateful, you know, very thankful that my daughters are doing very, very well and they continue to um, strive you know, for, you know, for whatever God puts in their hearts to, you know, to accomplish. Um, you know, I don't push anything on my babies at all. Whatever God has for them, they will take it upon themselves to make it happen. I'm there to support. 
Um, I'm there to provide. I'm there to, of course, pray. <laughs> you got to cover your children, man. <laughs> you know, um, and just did, and just to be there, just to be there, you know, because I know that, you know, God has a powerful assignment for both of them and that they will definitely honor that. You know, they are independent young women and, you know, they know exactly what they want and they go ahead and make it happen. So I'm very grateful for that, guys. Very, very grateful for that. So I know I went a little lengthy on that, but you know what? I'm just grateful today. How many of you can actually say I'm grateful today? I'm just thankful for my kids. So I'm thankful for my life. I'm thankful for my husband. I'm thankful for my parents. I'm thankful for my home. You know, when was the last time you were thankful? You know, yeah, Thanksgiving is over with, but that doesn't mean you can't stop giving thanks to God every day because we're supposed to give thanks every day all day, right? <laughs> you know, so yeah, what are you thankful for? You know, I mean, I mean, if, if you just say, I'm just thankful for lights. Wow. Thank God for lights because yeah, honey, there are people who don't have any lights on right now. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I, I'm just really thankful for what he has done in my life with my, my beautiful babies, you know, and they're still going to be my babies always. I told my kids, I said, when y'all become adults, you st- I'm still going to, you know, consider you be my little doll babies, you know, <laughs> and I expect you to give me kisses too. You know, I'm going to get my kisses from you. I don't care how old you is. <laughs> Right. You know, I said, don't act all bougie and all that. When you go to high school and when you start college and all of that, don't act like you don't know your mama because, you know, I'm going to shine on you. OK, <laughs> they know what's up. Right. They know what's up. Uh, but yeah, man, what are you thankful for today? Man, you just I mean, when you start with one, eventually it's going to come to two and then three. And then you be like, man, oh, man, I don't need to be sad. I don't need to be complaining. I don't need to be worrying about nothing that is currently going on in my life. Because when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all that he's done for me, boy, oh, boy, I get joy, unspeakable joy. Because you look back over your life and you just realize, wow, I am richly blessed not just richly blessed in terms of your bank account, but man, you are so richly blessed with the lives of people in your, in your, in your, in your circle, your children, your health is strong, your children's health is well, you know, it may not, everything may not be perfect, picture perfect the way you uh, envision, but man, you just grateful, man, that you still have your family together, right? So yeah, Always give thanks, ladies. Always give thanks. So today we are going to be talking about, we're going to continue the series uh, about checking your life. Check your life, basically. If you remember last week, um, you know, I started off the series about checking your attitude. So it's basically like a self-evaluation because, you know, we are soon coming to a close of 2018. And Christmas is how many days away, guys? Oh, my gosh. We have less than a week before uh, Christmas Day comes, right? And before you know it, it will be New Year's. Oh, man, oh, man. This year has come and it is going, okay? Y'all, 
Are you ready for 2019? Are you ready for 2019? Some of you probably like, girl, I am so ready right now. I can't wait to get rid of 2018. (laughs) Right? And you got to be careful what you say, though, because even though you anxious, you know, even though you anxious and you can't wait for 2019 to get here, that does, does that mean you're going to bring in your mess? Uh-oh. Come on now. Think about that. Because, you know, a lot of us are like, oh, I can't wait for 2019. Oh, I can't wait to get out of 2018, blah, blah, blah. And I get to understand. But think about it. You're going to be bringing in your mess. Okay. And that's why, you know, I decided to start this mini series called Check Your Life because this is the time for us to do our personal self-evaluation. We need to do a little checklist. We need to, you know, check our attitudes. And that's what I talked about last week. That's what we started off, you know, checking your attitude and all those things and how important it is for us to be careful how we say things, um, you know, that apply to our life, you know, and not just in the verbal way, but also in our body language, because our body language definitely speaks louder than what comes out of our mouths, right? So today we're going to be talking about checking your mindset. We need to check our minds because when we, when whatever comes in our minds, it definitely will, you know, change the way how we, how we uh, say things, you know, you know, we are what we think. Come on, somebody. We are what we think. Am I right or wrong? If you think you are a failure, guess what? Mm, you are a failure. Come on with it. If you think you, if you think you a klutz, guess what? Mm, girl, you a klutz. <laughs> you know. And I know. And I know. It may sound so crazy because you know we say like, well, you know, I didn't mean to say it that way. Well, yeah, but you said it though. You know, whatever's in your heart, it's going to come out, you know, come on with it. If you, if you see yourself that way, guess what? You're going to be that way. You're going to act that way. You're going to respond that way. Right. And the same thing is when you are positive, if you see yourself blessed, then guess what? You are a blessed person, right? If you see yourself victorious, guess what? You're going to win. You're going to win because you always have a positive mindset. You always got to say, you always say something, you know, I'm a winner today. I'm going to dominate this test. I'm going to dominate this, um, this job. I want to dominate this challenge. Right. You know, so it, it, it goes both ways, you know, whatever time or dedication or meditation that you put on that thought y'all in due time, it's going to come to fruition. It's going to happen. So yeah, we're going to talk about checking your mindset guys. So I have my notes down here. So I just want to recap on what I want to share with you. And there's two quotes that I just came across this morning as I was jotting down some stuff. Um, the first quote is by Gandhi and he says, a man is, but the product of his thoughts, what he thinks he becomes. Think about that, ladies. A man is but the product of his thoughts, what he thinks he becomes. And of course he says a man, but I'm pretty sure is this is a universal uh, statement. What a woman, a, a woman is but the product of her thoughts, what she thinks she becomes. Am I right or wrong, right? Think about that, ladies. What is on your mind right now? What are you thinking about right now? What has been drowning your thinking today, tonight, depending on what day and time it is? 
what has been on your mind. Mm. Whatever you've been thinking about, you will become. Whatever you have been meditating on, guess what? It's going to happen, right? And we have to really take hold of those negative thinkings. We got to start doing that, guys. We cannot continue to put the blame on people's actions or response or their behaviors. We can't do that anymore. We got to stop pointing that finger and we got to be held accountable for our way of thinking, for our way of talking and acting and responding. You know, we can't continue to do that anymore, guys, because it's not helping the situation. It just still leaves us lonely, suppressed and unhappy, depressed, you know, um, anxious, you know, worrying, you know, doubtful, fearful, all of that, man, you know, and we have to really, 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 you know, take capture of those negative thoughts. If you think of yourself being a loser, guess what? You're going to lose. Come on now. If you think that you're going to fail or you are a failure, guess what? You're going to fail right? How many of you have said that before? How many of you have spoke that to yourself before? Oh man, I'm going to fail this class. Oh man, I always fail on this, man. I'm never good at, at, in, in, you know, in communication. Well, guess what? You're going to be a failure when it comes to communication. You're going to be a failure when it comes to relationships. Your relationships are always going to go sour, right? This is based on what you said, right? Don't put the blame on that other person that's that's part of the relationship. Don't blame the man. Don't put him. He may he may be a, a contributor to it, but at the end of the day, you control your thinking, you control your mouth, you control your thoughts, right? So, come on. When are you going to take accountable for your response, for your thinking, for your actions? And we have to start doing this, ladies. This is what I call that self-evaluation. If you think about it at your job, for those of you that are working, you know, they do their, you know, their evaluation on their employers, right? On the employers there, right? And I don't know if it's a bi-monthly or, or quarterly kind of thing. I, I, you know, I'm not sure, but I, I do know they, they definitely have evaluation moments, right? And um, a lot, a lot of people don't feel comfortable with that, you know, because Sometimes those evaluations could be so prejudiced, they could be so biased, they could be, you know, just a little bit, it's just not 100% right or accurate, you know. Um, And then, of course, when they are finished evaluating your work ethic and your your character, your, your personality, your communication skills, your interaction with your colleagues, with the clients and this, that or whatever... Then they want to have a one-on-one conversation with you. And then they will give you your give you their overall summary of how they view you, you know, based on, you know, your work ethic and all those other things, right? And at the end of that, they'll probably give you a grade, you know, you know, that grade could be a C. <laughs> you know, because you need improvement on your attitude or you need improvement on your, on your, um, you know, on your work skills or whatever. And, you know, at the end of the day, you ain't happy. 
you know, you're not happy with the evaluation because you just think it was just more personal um, than professional because you already believe in your mindset that that supervisor don't like you anyway, that he or she got attitude with you and they don't like you because you are a woman or they don't like you because of the color of your skin or they don't like you because, you know, you have a better rapport with the, with the CEO or whatever, you know, you have your own, you know, your own personal reasons, you know, you think that's the reason why they gave you this poor, you know, so-called, uh, grade, um, you know, from that evaluation, um, um, sheet, you know, um, and you're not happy with it. Well, you know what? We need to do an uh, evaluation on ourselves and guess what? I guarantee you, you ain't going to be happy with, with yourself either. (laughs) You know what I mean? And you know, God does that sometimes. He puts us in a position for us to really start to do a self-evaluation. And especially when we come across a trial or a challenge uh, in our lives and depending on that situation, it starts to have us to think about our actions or our response or how we are in the in the midst of people, you know, how we interact with people. Sometimes God will put in our memory, uh, in our remembrance of the the communication of that conversation we had with those individuals. And we know we should not have said what we said to that person. And as a result of what we said to that person, now the relationship is not the same anymore. That person don't want to connect with you or they don't want to talk with you or that, or you don't want to talk to them. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, after a while, you start to feel a little bit guilty. You know, you be like, oh, man, I know I shouldn't have said what I said. Man, I need help with my mouth. Or, man, I need help with my attitude. Man, I need help with my temper. Oh, I need to stop jumping to conclusions. I need to stop being so defensive. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm talking about when we do these self-evaluations. And some of us actually do take it seriously. And we really ask God to deliver us and to help us with that area of our lives. But most of us is totally just like, whatever. I'm going to keep it going. I'm going to keep it moving because I am not going to let anybody screw me over this, that, or whatever. And there ain't nothing but pride talking right there, boo. I'm just keeping on the real. There ain't nothing but pride. That's all it is, right? Because something happened in your life years ago that has gotten you to that point and has gotten you to think that way and to have that kind of attitude where you ain't going to let nobody rule you over or, you know, abuse you or take you for granted or, you know, that kind of thing. Right. And that is still not helping the situation, mama, you know, because not only are you are excluding the people that God has blessed in your life to be in your life, but you also excluded God out of the picture too, because he is the one (laughs) that knows your life better than you know it. Okay. I'm just saying, you know, because when we get to that point, you know, it starts to mess up the way how we think. It starts to mess up the way how we think about ourselves and how we think about the situation and what's currently going on in our personal life and our marriage and our with our children, with our siblings and all of that. And, and eventually we start responding in a negative way. We really, really do. You know, and especially if it's people in our lives that is really hard to love sometimes. Ugh. Ugh. 
<laughs> that there, honey, that's a challenge in its own. Trying to love people that is hard to love. Oh my gosh. But you know what? Even with that, you still have to be careful not to allow their actions, their miserable attitudes start, you know, sipping into yours. You know what I'm saying? Start entering into your heart because eventually you're going to start acting like them. You're going to start responding like them. You're going to start, you know, being negative Nancy and all of that or negative Norman, you know, what have you. Yeah, we, we, we could go ahead and put negative Nancy. It's always got to be the female name. But we're going to put negative Norman out there. Okay. He represents the negative brothers out there. <laughs> right. But I'm just saying, you know, eventually you're going to start thinking negative. You're going to, your, your whole action, your body language is going to be negative because when you start thinking negative and you start meditating on negative things, it's going to, it's going to cause conflict with your actions, meaning that you're not going to be productive. You don't want to do anything. You're just going to sit around, mope around, just be miserable all day, complaining and griping and yelling for most part, even cussing for some of y'all. You know what I'm, you know what I'm talking about because things just didn't go the way you planned or somebody says something to you or something happened unexpectedly you know, in your life, um, or in your finances or, you know, and it just messed your day up. And as a result of that, now you just not in the mood to connect. You're not in the mood to social, to socialize. You're not in the mood to going anywhere. You had made some plans to hang out with your spouse or to hang out with your kids or to go out with your sister friends or whatever. But now somebody says something or somebody did something or your spouse did something or whatever. Now as a result of their actions and their response and their behavior, now you don't want to be bothered. <laughs> You don't want to talk to them. You Now you're in a bad mood and all of that stuff. And then you start thinking negative and start acting negative and all of those things. And it's, it's, it, it, it all coincides. It, it, it conflicts your attitude, as I, as, I, as I talked about last week. And it starts to act, you know, conflict, you know, in your mindset, right? Um, but even with that, on the flip side of that, you know, something positive, you think positive thoughts, you know, that's also going to give you that positive, you know, jump start in your life. You know, you always going to be active in things. You're going to be totally, you know, supportive and you're going to even have that that energy to target some goals and, you know, you're always going to have a positive outlook on some things, you know, and, 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 and. You know, you just know that your day is going to be a best day because you want to make sure it's going to be a best day. Right. You know, and 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 it, it at the end of the day, you realize, guys, that you have the control whether or not if you're going to make this day a good day or you're going to make this day a bad day. We need to stop. We need to stop, you know, um, blaming the devil for everything. Stop giving him the credit, guys, because guess what? He doesn't have any power. He doesn't have any power, right? He's trying to gain power, regain that power through us. And we got to understand that God has given us power to rule over him and to tell him to get thee behind you, right? To go back into the pit where he belongs, right? Right? 
and let him know that, oh, no, you're not going to dominate over my life. You're not going to cause any confusion, any havoc, any disorder in my mind. (laughs) You know, I'm going to enjoy this day. I'm going to rejoice and be glad in this day because this day God has He has put in some great opportunities for me that I am not going to miss out on. You know, each day that God allows us to see, don't you know that he has all these beautiful surprises heading our way, that there's great opportunities. There are some wonderful favors that's coming our way. You know, you have to believe that. You have to know in your knower. You know, you got to continue to speak that out. I know today is going to be the best day ever. I know today is going to be absolutely amazing. How I know? Because God said so. This is the day that the Lord has made. I'm going to rejoice and be glad in it because I know that God has great things in store for my life. He has allowed me to see this day because this day is is, is enriched with his grace and his mercy and unmerited favor. See what I'm saying? And when you say that over your life, when you speak that out, you best believe that your day is going to be an abundant day. It's going to be overflowing with, with joy and gladness, right? You're going to be exposed around people that's going to also bring that positive energy into you. And you and your sister friend and that person, y'all going to have a fellowship time. Y'all going to have a good time. Y'all going to be probably cracking jokes just in a, in a good humor way. You know, just having fun, enjoying life and just and just really embracing the moment. Right. And not allowing any negative thought or any negative energy or negative situation uh to come in and cause or cause any type of disturbance or you know wreak any type of havoc in your life because we all been there y'all come on we've all been there and you know how that can really mess you up it messes you up stress ain't nothing but the devil. (laughs) It really is because stress can cause so many problems in your life. It can cause a lot of, uh, a lot of problems in your physical being, in your personal life, in your marriage, in your relationship. It, It just doesn't keep you focused because you constantly are, you know, meditating on issues that really you don't have the power to fix or mend. You really, really don't, but we try our best to fix the situation, to resolve the situation. We try to, you know, um, we try to be God. Bottom line, it's nipping in the bud. You try to be God. You try to do God a favor. Oh God, I got this. I take care of that. But you don't have that type of, you, you, you don't have the solution like he does. You know what I'm saying? He knows how to get into the crevices of a person's heart better than you do. And even though that's your own child, even though that's your own mom or your dad, (laughs) but God created them. So he knows the inside, the outside. He knows all the hidden compartments. He knows everything about that individual better than you do. And we need to learn how to just let them go and let God take care of them. 
You know, let God take care of the attitude. Let God take care of that pride. Let God take care of the back talk. Let God take care, you know, of the, of them being, you know, um, you know, um, not grateful, you know, let God take care of all of those things that's been causing stress in your heart, you know, that's been making you feel emotionally bad and physically bad. Let God take care of that. He knows how to fix that. What you need to do in the meantime is to allow God to heal you and to deliver you from some issues and problems so you can start having a positive way of thinking and, you know, have a positive life, you know, lifestyle every day, all day for the rest of your life. Yes, it's doable, y'all, because there are people, I guarantee you, you probably know of some people that are always, every time you come around them, they're always smiling. They always got something positive to say. And you often wonder, don't they ever have a bad day? Don't they ever complain? (laughs) I mean, when was the last time they just... Oh, just want to knock somebody upside the head or tell somebody off or, you know, just want to cuss every now and then. You know what I mean? Because I know there's there's some people who are cussing sailors, okay? And you've been delivered. Thank the Lord. (laughs) But come on. Come on now. There's some of you out there that just got to let loose. (laughs) Right? Right? But But you know... That there are people in your life that is always smiling and they embrace you with so much love and with joy and gladness. And you often wonder, do they ever get mad? Do they ever have a solemn, you know, sad day? And I'll be honest with you, I think they do. I'll be honest with you, I think they had those days, those seasons in their life. You know, I guarantee you, some of them probably fell into depression. Some of them probably wanted to give up on their life. Some of them probably allowed stress to put them so, so deep in sickness that they had to take so many different type of pills and medications and all of that stuff. But one day, (laughs) one day they had a revelation. One day they call on the name of Jesus. Come on, somebody. One day, that day was the last day that they ever was going to allow the enemy to play them for a fool. Okay, they decided this day I am going to allow God to come into my life so I can live more abundantly and enjoy the peace that God has granted me. I'm going to enjoy the beauty of life the Zoe life from now, from this day forward, right? There was a day that they had made a turnaround. It was a day that they realized, you know what? I want to live, not die. I want to enjoy my life every day. Even if what I ask God for may not come today, yet I'm still blessed. I'm still abundantly blessed. Things are overflowing as we speak in my life. And I have joy, unspeakable joy, right? Even though they're probably still aching, they're probably still dealing with uh you know, dealing with financial issues or yet they still haven't had gotten a job or whatever, but yet they're still thankful. Yet they're still joyful. Yet they're still positive because they know 
that being negative ain't going to do nothing but put you in your grave. They know that being negative ain't going to do nothing but cause a lot of separation between God and between your loved ones. They know that being negative ain't going to do nothing but make you, you know, make you lonely and make you alone. Come on, somebody. I'm just being honest. Okay. Come on. At some point, when are you going to make the decision of once and for all learning how to have a positive lifestyle, living your life on purpose with a purpose, with a positive mindset. Okay. You have that power girls. Yes, y'all do. You have that power, not your man, not your kids, not your boo thing, not your mama, not your job, not the president of these United States of America. No, you, you have that power. Stop allowing the devil to distort your thinking and have you to believe that you don't have nothing, that you don't have any power, that you don't have any electricity in you. Oh, yes, you do. You have the supernatural in you. You have the anointing in you. It was given to you when God created you. So you have more than enough. Okay? You have it. And you decide, you determine how you want your life to be. Right? So as we are winding down of 2018, this year, 2018, you have something to think about. You need to do a self-evaluation check on yourself, my girl. Yes, you do. As time is winding down, it's coming to a close for this year, 2018. You need to decide how are you going to change? What are you going to do about it? What are the things you need to do? Get your checklist out, start checking your life, start checking your attitude, start checking your mindset. There's some things you need to do because you better be, you better be, you know, thinking seriously about 2019. You don't want to bring none of this old habit, you know, the same garbage into a brand new year. You don't want that. Who does? And honestly, that's what a lot of us has been doing subconsciously. We didn't realize that, yeah, we got a brand new year. Lord, thank you for letting me see a brand new year. But realizing that we still bringing in the same old junk into that brand new year. Because we didn't realize that a lot of us, you know, we had to really get delivered from some of those things. Because we've been trying to fix it for so many years. We've been trying to fix a lot of stuff. And God is saying, when are you going to let me do it? Wow. When are you going to let me take care of it? Hmm? And God is so, he's so patient with us. (laughs) He really is. But he really wants us to just cast all of that to him. Because you know what? We can't handle it. Just like, you know, you know, in that movie, you know, you say you can't handle the truth. Well, ladies, you can't handle the battle. Hmm. Well, You can't handle the battlefield of the mind. You can't. It's stressing you out. It's tiring you out. Your hair falling out. Okay, you taking blood pressure pills and all this stuff. And you gaining all this weight. You eating all this food and suppressing all that emotional pain, that baggage and all of that stuff. Some of you just waiting for Mr. Uh, Yeah, Mr. Mr. to call you up or text you and this, that, whatever you want. You don't want to be alone anymore. You waiting for for Mr. Boaz to come and he ain't coming anytime soon. I'm just being on. (laughs) You're going to have a Mr. Ishmael coming in your life. And Lord, you don't want that. 
Come on now. If you don't know the story about Ishmael, get to know. Start learning, get into the word. And that's what we all need to do. We need to get back into the word of God so God can truly speak to us through his word and how and how we can really have a productive and uh, successful life. Right. Um, but I want you ladies to really start really doing a self-evaluation, you know, and um, and just be real, man. Just be humble. Just talk to God and say, God, I need help. I, I really I really need help right now. I, I, I admit, God, I, I'm not able to fix this situation like I thought I, I could. I mean, yeah, I think I know everything, but I don't. I mean, I have all these credentials on my wall and I got the masters and I got the doctorates and, you know, I've been I've been seasoned in my career for 20 some plus years or 10 plus years and this, that or whatever. I've traveled. I you know, I've done conferences and webinars and seminars and all this other stuff. I receive additional awards and this, that, or whatever. But at the end of the day, I still feel empty. At the end of the day, I'm still emotionally drained. At the end of the day, I'm still not happy. And I've been trying to pump myself up, you know, being that drug you know, drug myself with work, drug myself with sex, drug myself with being, you know, going to parties and all these other things, you know, drug myself with food and all this other stuff, you know, thinking that this was going to help, thinking that this was going to eliminate, thinking that this was going to change my life for the better. But honestly, it just made it worse. It really made it worse and it's caused more distortion, more confusion, more humiliation, more embarrassment. And it really has messed up my attitude. It really has my mind, you know, going at war. Good versus evil thoughts. Positive versus negative thoughts. And God, I'm tired. I'm emotionally and mentally, physically, and spiritually, all the above, tired. And I need your help. I need your help. That is all you need to say to him, y'all. And guess what? He will come right on in, even in your mess, and he will fix it. He will fix it. He will fix you. He will fix the issue. He will fix the problems, you know, and he will still be there to love you. He will be there to fix you up. He'll be there to mend your broken heart. He's going to be there through every step of the way of your life. Yeah, he's going to do it for you, but you have to release it all to him and just let go, girl. Stop being so dominating. <laughs> Stop that. I uh, Listen, ladies, I understand about, you know, being aggressive and being your own independent woman and all of those things. But at the end of the day, y'all, come on, come on. You don't have the answers to what your future is going to be like. Even though you have written it down in your journal, this is what you want to pursue. This is what you see and all of that. And I'm not saying that it's never going to happen. 
but there are ways that you can be able to get there and not be in stress while getting there. You know, God is able to take you in a different route versus the route that you are taking on your own. We think we know the, 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 the direction to get to this, to that destination. But God is trying to prevent that from happening for you because he knows a better route. Because, see, God goes ahead of you anyway. He already knows what's ahead. And so he's trying to prevent you from going that direction because he knows that that's where the enemy camp is. That's where all of those little demon demon seeds will be out there waiting to devour, to destroy, and to kill. Your dream, your hopes, your vision, and your life. And he doesn't want that. He doesn't want that for you. He wants you to come into 2019 with joy and gladness, with unspeakable joy. He wants you to have his peace. He wants you to connect with him every day. He wants you to seek his kingdom first. He wants to interact with you. He wants to be intimate with you. You be intimate with him. You talk to him versus you talking to your your sister friend, you talking to your your man or whatever. And I'm not saying that not to talk to your husband because yeah, he's in your life and you're supposed to have that moment in your in your marriage to have that conversation. You know, that's part of intimacy too. It's not always penetration y'all is intimacy is all about connecting talking to each other really getting deep into the soul of your partner come on somebody likewise we also need to be intimate and get into into that into the spiritualness of God to learn more about him there are things there are secrets that he wants to reveal to only you and He wants to take you places. He wants to showcase you in different avenues and different locations and different, you know, uh, different countries. He has a beautiful plan for your life, ladies. But it's not going to happen if you continue to think negative, if you continue to be negative. As I said, we need to do our self-evaluation. Sometimes, you know, God puts us in a position where we are being challenged and being tested, where we have to really do that evaluation. We may think about the things we said and done, but once we think about it, are we going to activate on that? Are we going to make some serious decisions and say, okay, God, I need help on this because I keep failing on this. My temper gets in the way, or I'm too judgmental, or I could be so hypocritical sometimes, or, you know, I, I, I be so defensive or, you know, I'm always, you know, I I trust you God, but I don't believe. Come on now. I know that's deep for some of us, but it's real. We don't like to be evaluated, but at the end of the day, it is necessary because God needs us to be laser focused on what he has for us come 2019. We cannot afford to be distracted. Not so much from the enemy, but from our past. Whatever issues that you got holding on, ladies, from your past, it is time to get that thing taken care of now. You got to resolve that thing now. 
I know, I don't know the stories of what you ladies endured. I don't understand. I don't, I don't, I don't know the pain that you ladies endured. Some of that, some of the, the testimonies that you girls have going on in your life, man, that you have yet shared or revealed. Oh my God. I know it could be heartbreaking. I know it could make somebody just want to come and, and beat that person down on your behalf. I get it. And I understand that you probably have not forgiven them and all of those things, but God wants you to let that go. He wants to heal you. He loves you so much. He wants to heal you. He wants you to live. He wants you to have the best of the best of the best infinity. He wants you to be happy. He wants you to be joyful. He wants you to rejoice and be glad and give him thanks. As I said at the beginning, how many of you are grateful grateful today? How many of you actually say, God, I'm thankful today. I'm thankful for my life. I'm thankful for my health, my strength, my kids. How many of you are thankful today? You just thankful to be home. Hey, be thankful for that too. You know, but at the end of the day, guys, he wants us to truly enjoy the day that he has allowed us to see the best gift of all. And that is the gift of life. And his grace, his mercy, and favor. Man. And and on top of that, oh my goodness, he has some opportunities that he has for us this day. You know, there's some promotions. There are some unexpected gifts around the corner for us that you know we do not deserve. Okay? <laughs> Come on, y'all. You know what I'm saying? If you think about, think back over your life right now, there's some things that God did for you, man, that just had you on your knees. You did not expect it. You did not even anticipate it. You didn't even think about it. And look what God did. He blessed you. He blessed you in your career. He blessed you with your, with your finances. He blessed you with a good husband. He blessed you, you know, with a, with good, wonderful kids. He blessed you with a relationship that had gone, gone astray for such a long time. He blessed you so much and yet you didn't deserve it, right? You didn't deserve it, but that's every day. Every day he wakes us up, y'all. You need to have a positive mindset and just say, you know what, God, I'm thankful for today because I know that this day is impacted with your greatness, is impacted with some wonderful promises. I am so excited, God, that you know what? I'm already a winner. I'm already reign victorious. Thank you, God, that you have something already in the works for me. I'm just thankful today. You know what I'm saying? And you carry that attitude all day. Man, oh man, girl. Let me tell you something. Ooh, boy, girl, you just, mm, you, you won't, you will be going to bed smiling, sugar. Okay, I'm just saying, you're just going to be so, your sleep is going to be so good, girl. You're going to be having some dreams, honey. That's going to have you smiling. <laughs> you wake up, you like, oh, I want to go back to sleep. That dream was a good dream. How many of you uh, have? How many of you have had that experience before? You know, you had a dream and it was so real and it was so good. And then when you woke up, you like, Oh man, I want to go back to sleep because that was a good dream, right? 
And then when you do go back to sleep, nine times out of 10, you ain't going to go back to that same dream. (laughs) You know, but that's how we should expect the day. You know, we should have that, that, that attitude, you know, I'm expecting, you know, I want to go back into that moment. I want to relive that moment of joy and excitement and peace and gladness, man, you know, and guess what? It can happen, but it's all up to you. It's all up to you. What's on your mind? What are you thinking about? You know, and if you are around people who are you know, are negative, man, and they they don't really have nothing positive to say most of the time. You just not you just need to separate yourself from them. I don't care who they are. You just need to separate yourself from them. Even if it is your husband, even if it is your kids, you need to separate yourself from them. That don't mean you stop loving them, but you're not gonna be you're not gonna sit there and allow that type of behavior or attitude to start, you know, seeping into your heart, into your mindset, into your spirit. Because eventually you're gonna start acting like them. You're gonna start talking like them. You're gonna start your behavior is gonna be like their behavior. So yeah, you're gonna have to separate yourself from them and let them know, listen, I love you, but I'm not gonna be around you because you you got some deep issues and I I don't know what's up with you but I'm just going to continue to love you from a distance and I'm going to continue to pray for you because that's what we are supposed to do and prayer changes things you know what I'm saying because see I have a life that I want to live and I want to live my life more abundantly and I want to rejoice and be glad uh, in it and uh I'm going to make that happen Right. And you are welcome to participate and, you know, partner with me because when two or three come together, come on now. (laughs) But if you want to continue to be the way you are, I can't. I cannot connect with you right now. You just got to be honest. You just got to be honest. As much as you love them, you just have to learn to separate yourself from them. You just cannot continue to be in that atmosphere with people like that, you know. And I know it hurts because you want them to, you know, to start looking at life the way you see it. But you know what? They probably not there yet. You know, because even though they're your blood, even though they're your, your family, even though that's your spouse or whatever, each of you have your own separate journey to go to, to go through. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, uh, they may be going through something right now that it's going to take them a little while longer to get to where you are right now. But in the meantime, you just still continue to focus on what God has for you. Focus on that plan. Focus on your destiny. Focus on, you know, um, you know, the responsibilities and all those things that God has assigned in your life. You focus on that because, as I said, we got to be laser focused come 2019. There are things that God wants to take us. This the 2019 is the year of elevation. And so in order for us to elevate to the next level, the next season in our lives, we got to be 100 percent laser focus. <laughs> you know, we got to be attentive. You got to be, you know, um, you know, really connected with God more than ever. Right. And we just cannot afford to miss that opportunity. So, yeah, this is the time, ladies, right now to do that self-evaluation Check your life, check your attitude, check your mindset. 
I hope this blessed you today, my sisters. I hope this truly encouraged you and had you to really start thinking about about your life, you know, about um, your attitude, about your mindset, how you've been thinking, what you've been thinking about, what you've been meditating on. And especially if it's something that is not good and it's been weighing you down um, and it's been really suppressing your attitude to really, you know, preventing you from being with your family or, you know, connect with your loved ones, especially with God, more importantly, more than anything, then yeah, I think it's time for you to make some changes. And the only way that can happen is that you literally just take those gloves off and give it to God and let him fight your battles for you. So we're going to continue next week, guys, and um, continue on in the series, uh, Check Your Life. I hope this is blessing you. Honestly, I hope so, guys. I would love for you to give me your feedback by commenting, you know, um, and share your experiences of doing your own self-evaluation. You know, I really want to know uh, what you have noticed about your life you know, since listening, um, you know, to this series, um, because I'm telling you, you know, it, it, it's a powerful thing once you start releasing all of the, that negative energy and the issues and problems to God, honestly, I mean, even me on my end, um, I'm still dealing with that. I'm learning how to, to release it and let it go, you know, because I know what it's doing to me. You know, it's it's causing me to not really be my 100% best, you know, and to be focused and to be attentive. You know, I, I know what it can do to you. I know what it can do to your life. And I know it definitely, you know, can, um, you know, uh, suppress you, you know, from, you know, or prevent you, actually prevent you from moving forward. Yeah, yeah. And I'll be honest with you, I'm tired of being on the, on the last, the last in the line. You know what I mean? I, I'm, I'm going to be uh, ahead of the game. <laughs> you know, I, I'm, I, I can't, I, I'm ready to move forward. And if that means I have to separate myself, so be, you know, separate, separate myself from, from the people in my life. So be, because at the end of the day, they are not in control of my life. They're not in control of my behavior. I am. Just like the people in your life. They're not in control of your behavior. You are. But you are giving them that power though. Whatever they say to you, whatever they do to you, whatever their actions, their body language says to you, what is it going to do? It's going to change your mood. It's going to have you to start thinking negative. You're going to start talking negative. You're going to start having a nasty attitude. You're going to start speaking nasty, you know, and all those things, right? Because how they act or how they respond or what they're not doing. You know what I mean? Man, life is too short and I'm getting too old. (laughs) I'm just saying we all getting older. You know, when you get a certain age at your life, man, you just like, you know what? I ain't got time for this foolishness up in here, up in here. I just don't. I want to enjoy my life more abundantly every day. So yeah. It's time to do that self-evaluation. So we will continue this next Tuesday, ladies. Um, and uh, actually, um, I'm, I probably will going to do this the week after because uh, being as though that Christmas is um, coming up very, very soon. What's the day? Today is what, the 18th? 
Um, actually, isn't Christmas a week from today? I don't even have my calendar on me, guys. So y'all forgive me. Um, but if it is a week from today, you know, um, I definitely want to come on and I probably might do it the day before Christmas. I think I'm going to do that. Actually do a little special, a little special, um, uh, if you will come on the day before and bless you with, um, a word. Okay. And, uh, share this with you, share that, um, information with you. Okay. And, um, so, you know, we can enjoy our Christmas um, with our loved ones and, you know, and with our family and all that great, all those good things. And just be thankful just to see another Christmas, another, another day, right? And celebrating Jesus, right? So we're going to close with a, uh, close with a prayer. And, uh, you know, I said, I'm going to be doing this from now on. You know, I pray before I come on and I definitely want to pray prior to exiting, you know, ending this um, episode. And, you know, I and I'll be honest with you. I know that those who are listening to me um, and even those whom I probably, you know, may never um, encounter in life. I know that there are there are people who don't believe in prayer, believe it or not. Um let alone they don't believe in God at all. Yeah, they are called atheists. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's another name that they call themselves nowadays now. But uh, you know what? At the end of the day, you will be thankful for somebody praying for you because when you come across a situation in your life <laughs> that can really cause a major disturbance in your health in your professional life, in your personal life or whatever, you going to be say, can you please pray for me? <laughs> and even if you don't believe in that, guess what? Somebody is praying for you. Mm-hmm. You don't need to know who they are, but at the end of the day, you'll be thankful for them prayers right? You be thankful for those prayers, right? So ladies, thank you so much for uh, coming on. I do appreciate your support. Um, as and speaking of support real quick, for those of you who want to support this uh, broadcast, uh, there is a button on the page on anchor.fm on my page, Resilience is My Beauty, where you can definitely contribute um, monthly, if you will. You can decide how much you want to put in and, and you know, help keep this broadcast um, afloat, keep it moving. Um, There's some things that I definitely would like to, um, you know, like to do for the coming year um, for this broadcast and all of that. I would like to definitely take this out on the road someday and connect with you face to face um, and all those good things. And, uh, you know, there's just some things I would like to do to really uh, expand this uh, platform out a little further. And also support, you know, Anchor.fm because man, oh man, let me tell you, ladies, if any of you have uh, considering or have thought about, you know, doing a podcast, definitely check out Anchor.fm, man. They are absolutely amazing and they will take care of all of the work for you, you know, being a beginner, you know, being a brand new, um, you know, podcast and all that stuff like that, man. Because for me, you know, I'm a little slow sometimes. <laughs> You know, well, I take that back. Lord, forgive me. Okay, okay, I, I'm, 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 I'm quick now. I'm, I'm quick. <laughs> um, but you know, sometimes every now and then, you know, I'm like, I may need a little assistance, right, to help me get through the, 
to get me through that step. And so with Anchor.fm, they will help you through every step of the way to get your uh, broadcast going. So definitely check it out. And uh, I, I don't think you will be disappointed whatsoever. But of course, again, for those of you who truly, uh, you know, enjoy watch, uh, keep saying watching, but listening <laughs> to uh, my broadcast and you want to, you know, support it in, um, as well, you definitely can uh, take care of that and just go on, um, you know, on my um subscribe to my uh, broadcast and you could go ahead and to, you know, determine how much you want to put in. Um, and it's a re recurring, um, process, uh, every month as well. Also, for those of you who want to actually support me personally, um, you definitely can go to, uh, my PayPal account, which is paypal.me for a slash Tawanta Jones. That is my account right there that you can definitely go. And if you want to bless me personally that way, by all means, you are welcome to do that. For those of you who have PayPal, uh, those of you who have the cash app, um, you can also support me through that as well. Um, it is cash cash dot me uh forward slash dollar sign Tawanta if I'm not mistaken. I'm trying to do it by memory. Um <laughs> uh, but those of you who have the cash app, you know how you know how that link works. Um, but um if you want to support me through there, for those of you who may not have a PayPal account, but you do have the Cash App, then you definitely can do that from that point, from that end. I thank you all in advance. I thank you for the love. I thank you for the support. Um, you know, I truly appreciate every single one of you all out there. So we're gonna close with a prayer. God, I just want to say thank you for today. Thank you for my sisters, thank you for the love, thank you for the support, thank you for fellowship. Thank you for those sisters who took the time out to uh, listen and be encouraged and inspired and hopefully, uh, you know, be uplifted by what was being uh, said um, at this time. Lord, help us to do what needs to be done. Help us to do the evaluation um, that we sometimes just, you know, overlook or we don't want to, you know, that we don't want to do it, you know, because we really don't want to see the trueness of who we are. But that's the problem. You know, we look at us in a whole different lens versus how, um, how you see us. God, help us to see the way you see us so we can start making the move of doing these evaluations on a daily basis, not when things are going bad or when something goes wrong and then we start, you know, condemning ourselves and wish I shoulda, coulda, woulda kind of mindset, but help us to start evaluating ourselves on a daily basis, even when things are going on, you know, when things are good, as well as when things are not so great, you know, um, help us to start looking at the positive things um, that is currently going on in our lives. Yes, things could be much worse, but, you know, we, lead, we, we need to be grateful and be thankful for where we are right now and what we currently do have. And that is our life, our health and our strength and our families and our loved ones and our friends 
we need to really take the time out and, you know, start doing a mental brainwash or a spiritual brainwashing, I would say, and start um, implementing your word, your word um, and meditating on your word and the promises in your word of what you say, um, what you what you would do for our lives. You already said that you already have the plans that you have laid out for us, the plans to bless us, the plans to, you know, to, um, you know, expand and enlarge our territories, right? Not to hurt us in any form of fashion, you know, and that we need to, you know, um, be reminded that, you know, that we are the apple, of your eye, that we are special, that we are loved, that we are valuable, that we are important, that we are blessed and highly favored, and that we need to continuously remind ourselves that we are blessed, that we are not a mistake, you know, that we are just not human beings, that we are just not women to just be on this earth to manipulate, to betray, to abuse, you know, to treat in any kind of way, that we should be honest. Honored, that we should be respected, that we should be loved, that we should be put in a position of, you know, high class. And that is definitely how we ought to see ourselves. But a lot of us don't see it that way. We don't see ourselves that way because of our past, because of what we have done to our bodies or what we have allowed other people to do to our bodies. And so it's kind of hard and challenging for us to really say anything positive about us because we have allowed the negative issues of our past to, you know, so, uh, to, um, you know, overwhelm us and blind us and, um, to have us believe that we're not good enough and that we don't have what it takes to be successful, to be, um, you know, to be a positive, uh, in force in other people's lives. But God, we know that you are able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ever ask or think. We know that you are a healer and that you can fix us. It may be impossible for us to fix us, but we know nothing is impossible for you. You are the creator of us all. You know, you are the potter, we're the clay. You are going to remote us. You can do this. And we need to learn to trust you and believe that you are able to do it. And that once we let go, once we let go and let you in, once we take off those boxing gloves and allow you to be the boxer and let you take care of the battles of, you know, our life, once we release all of that to you, we can start learning how to have peace, your peace, and be joyful and to be positive every day for the rest of our lives. God, thank you for this Check Your Life series. Help us, God, to utilize the tools that has been presented out today. Help us, God, to be consistent. Help me to be consistent. Help us to be, you know, um, focus, laser focus on the promises that you have laid before us, on the assignment that you have for us. There are great things in store for all of us come 2019. And you want us to indulge and to enjoy and to reap the harvest 
of what we have sincerely been you know, working on, but there's so much more. There's so much more that you um, have for us. As I said, there are secrets that you want to reveal, you want to share with us, but in order for us to really indulge in that, we have to learn to really uh, be intimate with you and you speak to us and we learn how to speak to you and nobody else we have been given our intimacy time to intimacy intimacies to everybody else, but we haven't been giving it to you, right? We have cheated you out. We have bumped you out. And God, we're sorry. We're very, very sorry. And we ask for you to forgive us for that. Help us to do better. Help us to be better. Help us to strive for for uh for better and i know that is that's easy for us to do we just gotta say yes lord (laughs) it's your way it's your will not our will be done so god thank you thank you for this day thank you for what you have for us thank you for our families thank you for our loved ones thank you for those friends but more importantly god thank you for your love Thank you, God, for still being by our side. Thank you, God, for still helping us. Thank you, God, for cleaning up our mess. Thank you, God, for restoring our souls. Thank you, God, for, you know, restoring our hearts. Because a lot of people believe that, you know, once your heart is broken, it cannot be fixed. But God, you are the the surgeon. You are the true heart surgeon of all times. Nobody can outbeat you. Nobody can't do this the way you can do it, right? Thank God for those physical doctors here on this earth, but I know that you can truly give us a a heart transplant and we don't have to worry about no setbacks. We don't have to worry about no relapse. We don't have to worry about no cardiac arrest because we have fully given it all to you and you have mend us completely and we are made brand new. Thank you, God, for this day. Until next time, we shall meet again. In Jesus' name, amen.